Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. Okay, so in light of Steve's bathroom story, I have a bathroom story to tell this week, right? Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard, listen to Steve's story last week. Oh, it's, it's Jeeves, by the way. Jeeves? Yes. Okay. Canonically, we, it's established. Canonically, this is episode four, correct? <laughs> yeah, this is episode four. Bender is still in space. Yeah, yep. Bender is Bender is still in space. Uh, he's going to be a few more weeks. He's mm-hmm. still he's still out there. His rocket ship ran into some trouble. He's right? out of gas. He's Didn't of... he run into William Shatner along the uh, way? Yeah. Isn't William Shatner going to space? Well, he didn't go with him. He was... They're going to the same On the place. wing. He's on the wing. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, just... Uh, Jason will be back. We'll probably start season two when Jason comes back, and then we'll do our new intro and outro. Since you're going to be full time, Steve. Oh boy! Because yeah. we got to do. Because instead of three dudes drinking booze, it's four dudes. Four dudes talking, talking about booze. booze. <laughs> okay. So I learned at a pretty early age that if I got to do something, I got to do it on my own. Right. Mm. Okay. So. As we all know, my mom's from Boston. Wicked good. Wicked good. And as we all know, Boston people are the worst. They're crazy. Right? Okay. So are you my mom. that your mom is the worst? No, oh, just... shit. <laughs> Hot take, John. Okay. So my mom loves her family from Boston. But being in Connecticut, she doesn't get to see What a them. shitty person. She doesn't get to see them very often. I'm just going to ignore you. Um, she doesn't get to see them very often, right? Mm-hmm. And in between, so like one day when I'm like eight years old, she, they make a plan to visit Halfway, which is like Mystic Aquarium. It's in between, right? They come down from Boston, go to Mystic. We go up. I don't think Mystic. that's how maps work. It's like Halfway. Because it's like an hour for them, an hour for us. Isn't Mystic like bottom right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's like an I mean, hour. Why not go like in the middle and meet like, I don't know, like Hartford or something up that way? No, because Boston, you go up 95 through Rhode Island. It's the same thing. I don't know directions. You're ruining the story. Don't worry. Oh, about you're it. welcome. It's it's halfway. Trust me. All right. If okay. he says it's halfway, it's halfway. It's halfway. It's halfway there. It's like half. It's like in between enough where it's like half halfway. Yeah. Mm. It's like halfway to halfway. Qu- quarter to half. Half okay. past way. So we go to Mystic Aquarium, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom's pretty excited. I can tell on her face, like she's super excited yeah. to talk to her family. We're having a good day. Mm. We go to the cafeteria, eat some food. Look at the fucking shock. Yeah. <laughs> I remember distinctly from the cafeteria, there's a long stretchway, and then there's the penguin exhibit, right? Mm -hmm. Down here on the right. And we go down to the penguin exhibit, and just as we get to the penguin exhibit, my mom starts talking to her cousin. My stomach starts rumbling. I start hearing noises, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, no. And I know where the bathroom is. The bathroom's back at the cafeteria, so I got to go back that long stretchway. Yep. I look at my – I go over to my mom, who's deep in conversation. I go, Mom, I got to go to the bathroom. And she looks at me, and she goes, sorry, that was me, in a minute. And I'm like... Oh, because you're too young to go on your own. You have to be escorted. Yeah, I'm okay. Like, How I'm old like, are you at this point? I'm like eight. You're basically know? an adult in Let's put it times. this way. I had Spider-Man underwear on. That's how young I that am. That could be yesterday. <laughs> it was yesterday. I knew it. Um, so I'm like eight, I'm like eight, nine, ten, like in that age range, you know? I mean, there's a big difference between <laughs> eight and ten and going to the bathroom on your own. But... I was like eight. I was a young okay. kid. I was a young kid. But uh, I'm young and I'm like aware enough to know what's going on around me, right? Yeah. So I look at my mom and she's deep in conversation. She's like, "In a, can you give me a few minutes?" Like she's super excited to be talking to her cousin. I yeah. know how important this is to her. So I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, all right, oh, I'll no. pinch I, it." I got it. I walk over. I look at the penguins. I see how the penguins are moving. You know. Yeah. So I lock my knees up. I do the mm. penguin waddle. As you should. I lock up I'm one of my of other you. cousins. Don't squat. 
he comes over to talk to me, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm watching the penguin. You know what I mean? I'm deep in conversation, but <laughs> yeah. I'm focused. You Fuck know? off. There's birds here. <laughs> I'm going through my breathing exercises, and I like a few minutes kind of pass, and I'm like, okay, I got to get there soon, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know it's coming. I got to get there. It's a good feeling when you have to go really bad, and then you know, like, okay, I just have a few minutes free now. Like, I don't yeah. have to go as bad as I had to, like, five minutes ago. But it's going to come back, and it's going to come back worse. Yeah. So I walk over to my Why mom. Why didn't you speak in the code to make it sir, like make it an impactful thing? Be like, hey, mom. I was a eight The British are coming. I'll tell the story. So uh, I walk over to my mom. Second time, I'm like, mom, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, in a minute, all right? Oh, no. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Right, second time, fine. Walk back over. Penguin walking, knees clenched, butt cheeks tight, everything, mm-hmm. the whole deal. Right. Second story. Dun, dun. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, dun, dun. I gotta go. Give it one more dun, minute. Dun. I walk back over for a third time, and I go, Mom, I gotta go to the bathroom. And she's like, Can you just give me a minute? And I'm like, Well, fuck this. All right. Like, I know. Did ten year old <laughs> you say to your mother, Yes. Well, fuck this. <laughs> I would No, done it. I go in my head. I'm like, you know what? I don't need you. I know where the bathroom is. It's down there. I don't care. Like, I asked you. I asked you three times. I got to go to the bathroom. I know I got to go to the bathroom. You know I got to go to the bathroom. The penguins know I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Everybody in this aquarium knows. So, I, I just, like, I just start walking. Yeah. I penguin walk there. I start getting a little bit of stride in me. I'm, you know, I got the straight Picking arm. Up some momentum. I'm Did going. you do that thing from Forrest Gump where he's in his braces and then he breaks off and then he's in yeah. a full sprint? Yeah, you got towards... the knees locked. Oh, and I'm, okay. just kind of, I'm kind of going. <laughs> and then I'm you s- broke and just sprinted because all hell was breaking loose. <laughs> nah, I'm swinging and I'm like, whoo, whoo, tighten up, right? All of a sudden, I'm halfway there. All of a sudden, I hear in the distance, Jonathan! And I know it's my mom screaming for me, right? And I'm like, I told you where I'm going. So I'm just going. (laughs) I don't even look back. And I'm just going. You know, I'm I'm getting a little closer. All of a sudden, I hear a little bit coming up co- closer to me. Jonathan! Oh, she's chasing you. <laughs> she's chasing <laughs> she's me got dead. a shit, too. <laughs> she's chasing me dead. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, well, you had your chance, lady. All right? I know where I'm going. I'm going. And I'm just penguin walking the whole way. I'm about to hit the cafeteria. She catches up to me right away. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> She's like, why'd you walk away from me? I'm like, I told you I had to go to the bathroom. I got to go. She's like, don't you ever walk away from me oh, ever again. She no. like, grabs me like, come on, let's go to the no! bathroom. No! <laughs> She's like, come on, let's go to the bathroom. Okay, okay. I thought she was going to say, let's go to the penguin exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm going. I know where I was going. All right, you, glad you caught up. We get to the bathroom, right? And my mom's like, "Come on, let's go." We get to the bathroom, and I go in. She's like, "I'll be out here." And I'm like, "I'll be in here." <laughs> and she walks out. Now, I imagine my mom being from Boston is just outside tapping her foot, like swearing that son of a bitch. I can't believe you walked away from me. Yeah, wait, you know, you she wouldn't call you a son of a bitch. You just, you know she what would, I mean. That would be calling herself a bitch. But you know what I mean. Like, she's yeah, kind of yeah. out there. She's furious. She's like, I can't believe this kid walked away from you me. You are such... It's such a disrespect, disrespectful well, little Is kid. that the end of the story? No. What? There's more? I think there's, 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 there's a whole thing, more. right? There's a... I got two... I got a second version. Don't worry. It's, a, right. it's a long-winded story. I'm in. She's standing outside the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. We made it. But it's 10 minutes go by, and she's just like, what is going on? So all of a sudden, I just hear a... Opens the door, and my mom goes, Jonathan. And I go... Yeah. She goes, are you, are you okay? And I go, yeah. And she goes, okay, I'll be out here. I'm like, I'll be in here. (laughs) 
And then like you should have hit her with it. Just give me one minute. <laughs> oh, that would have <laughs> been, been good. A good co- I was dealing with some things. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so ten more minutes go by. My mom's just standing outside waiting for me, and she's like, "What? Is, where is this kid? Like, what is going on? I don't understand." Mm-hmm. I imagine she thought I had to go pee. I didn't. <laughs> so ten more minutes go by. She walks back over. She knocks on the door, opens the door, and goes, "Jonathan." And I go, "Yeah." <laughs> and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I go. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, do you need anything? I'm like, no, I'm okay. Just, you know, I'm I'm in here. And she's like, okay. And she walks back out. Ten more minutes go by. It's been like 30 minutes of me just in the bathroom. And mm-hmm. she's like, what is going on? She's about to walk in a third time. And all of a sudden, a dad and their son walk past me, walk past my mom, open the door, and I'm about to turn that corner into the bathroom. Like, they open the door to the bathroom, and you know how you like, got to turn the corner to go in? Yeah. Before the door closes, my mom just hears, oh, my God! And they run out of the bathroom, and they go, we got to go to a different bathroom. Oh, <laughs> you blow no. it up that much? Oh, yeah. So I uh, I walk out a few minutes later, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, my mom's like, what happened did in you, there? Wait, did you have any idea those guys, that guy and his son ran out of I the heard bathroom? it. I heard it. Oh, God. Uh, just before I was about to get like flush the toilet and get out, I heard them come in and then like, leave. <laughs> oh, they ruined it. So uh, <laughs> Did you mom- eat at Mystic? Huh? Did you eat at yeah, the aquarium? Yeah, I, I ate at the aquarium. Like, what, that's how I knew the What was wrong the with their was. chicken nuggets? I don't know. But, uh. My mom looks at me and she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna lie to you, mom. I lost my Spider-Man underwear." There was, ah, yeah, just, I luckily it wasn't like in my pants or anything. Like it was just, I think it was because like I clenched my butt cheeks and you know mm-hmm. how you're like grinding up like that. You yeah, know? So it was a little bit. So I just threw them in the garbage can, mm. and I feel really bad for the employee that had to clean that bathroom. But that is how I destroyed the bathroom on Mystic Aquarium. But there's a twist to the story. Dun, dun, dun. This is the way my mom tells the story. Oh, no. This little prick interrupted my conversation. You, hold on. Most important question. Were you able to go to a gift shop and buy, like, shark underwear? <laughs> no, I, think, I think we just headed out. Oh, I think we just staff. We just headed out. No, because it was good. Like, my shorts were fine. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't like I, like, shit my pants. It was just kind of mm. like my underwear. Was you kinda... shit your underwear. You didn't yeah, shit your pants. I was a little eight-year-old kid, and, you know. Anyway, this is an embarrassing story. Anyway. The way my mom tells the story, right? Everything's the same. We eat. We're going down to the penguin exhibit. Except before we get to the penguin exhibit, I look at my mom and I go, Mom, I got to go to the bathroom. And she looks down at me and goes, of course, my sweet dearest. Let's go to the bathroom. We turn around right away, right? But there's a gigantic woman blocking the way. And I'm like, what is this, Pokemon? What Snorlax was blocking the <laughs> Yeah, this the is run? like George Lucas editing the friggin' original trilogy and just, like, adding unnecessary things. She was like, she was like, yeah, there's a giant woman. I'm like, what, you need the polka flute to get past? And we couldn't make it? She's like, well, you scurried past and ran off, and I couldn't get past. I'm like, what world are we living in? I had in? to take out her knees so she'd fall and yeah. roll away, and then I could chase after you. That's why I was so nervous, because I, I remember- thought you, she fell on you, John. I just love you, Jonathan. <laughs> I remember distinctly that her story is bullshit, because I remember getting to the penguin exhibit as mentioned i used the penguin walk back to the bathroom yeah like she's trying to tell me we didn't even get to the penguin exhibit we just turned no, around you learned the walk from them like yeah. how else would you have been able to do that and that's the story my mom tells is that there was just a gigantic woman that blocked her path and we couldn't make it to the bathroom because of that and i'm like that doesn't seem re- likely but yeah, yeah maybe no yeah just, she... maybe you just remember wrong john yeah of course i remember this distinctly impressionable moment in my life wrong you are that story just shows how much of a firstborn you are. Really? Because they were just like, then go. To, my parents would just like, go to the bathroom. Just leave. 
Yeah. We it have was... a squad of other children to tend to. <laughs> Just go and come back. I think, yeah, yeah, I think my brother was there. I don't know. But that's my bathroom story. You know, to make you feel better, Steve. Thank you. No problem. Maybe we'll that. hit the trifecta next week. I'll give my good bathroom story. You got another. You got a, I feel like everyone oh, everyone's, has a got a, story. everyone's got a shitty story. Right, it's Justin, great. you had to tell your story next week. Maybe tune uh, in. I'll throw one. Uh, random question: Did your moms ever bring you into the women's bathroom because they thought it was cleaner? Uh, like, say, if you went to a rest stop, like you're you're driving across the country. I you, feel like that happened. Like yeah. my mom, I vaguely, I definitely remember my mom doing that on multiple occasions. I don't remember. And the women's bathroom was dirtier. I thought. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't remember explicitly. That's the reason, but I'm sure my mom was the one taking me to the bathroom. Rather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it probably happened. I, I, I'm sure. But Justin, this is yours, right? If someone, goddamn right, it if is. If someone, someone buys you something and it yeah, wins so the basically, if. I was thinking, like, you, you ever get, like, gifted? Like, I know, like, a lot of my grandparents will give, like, little, like, scratch-offs or something as yeah. a gift. Or, like, you'll you'll give somebody a gift of, like, a, here's a ticket to win something. Like, here, you could win a Mustang. Mm. If you, if somebody <laughs> gifts you something, it, it might be, you might feel a little different based on if you're the givee or the giver. Okay. If you give somebody or get, if somebody is gifted a thing that has a potential to win something and it wins is there any obligation of the winner to give to the givey i think it depends on the value giver so let's say hypothetically they spend five dollars on a scratch off and give it to you right yeah and you win a hundred dollars you got to give them at least the five dollars back okay i wouldn't even say that no i i think if it's under like 250 Keep it all for yourself, but once it goes over that, I feel like you do have a moral obligation to give back something. I would yeah. not give anything over for five hundred dollars. Once you take out taxes and all that, right? Or oh, is it not taxed until a certain? I don't. Think I it's don't taxed know. Lottery. Until you hit two grand, but I just made that up in my head. I think it's it like, legit. In their mind, they just lost five dollars. Like no. it was. A, if it was a gift, though. Yeah, it's a gift. Like technically, if I buy a birthday cake for you, I just lost seventeen dollars buying that cake. Well, but I'm think, fine with it. Think of it like this now. I give you, say you're a, a kid, and I'm like, for, like my my nephew or something. I'm like, hey, here's a here's a I don't know hockey stick, and they become a professional hockey player. Am I expected to get money because I started that? Yeah, I just thought no, like, no. I, I'm on the like, yeah, if, I'm on the side of if you gift somebody something, even if it has the potential to make a lot of money, there's no guarantee that you should get anything. I think it could be a nice like if you let's say you win. A you don't have dollars. to. I I, I, don't know, I personally saying. would like give some kickback, but like it shouldn't be expected. I think it depends. Yeah, like, on whoever the... bought Steven Spielberg his first camera, like yeah, like are they expected to be like, well, why am I not getting a shout out in every movie? See, I'm like picturing like lotto tickets. Like if you're giving hmm. somebody like a camera and they become a like a no, of course, like you probably yeah. just get in, in written in the acceptance speech. But I'm saying like if you give them lotto tickets. Depending on the value, like if you spend twenty five dollars on lotto tickets, you win a hundred dollars. No, you don't get shit. But like mm-hmm. you spend twenty five dollars, you win five thousand dollars. You at least get the twenty. Like I think it. Depends I still on- wouldn't even give it. I would feel more as the giver. I would feel more insulted getting only the money back that I paid for the gift. Basically implying like your gift wasn't good enough. I take him out to dinner. Maybe get him like yeah. Buy it has, to also, it has to be more than the gift if you're going to give a gift. Okay. Why would you just reimburse for that? Yeah. I'm saying at least, like it has to. Oh, at least... I, w- I would be insulted if some if somebody won like ten grand yeah, and I... gave me back twenty dollars. 
Like, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't give back twenty. I, I would take him out to maybe Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, buy him something. Cheesecake Factory. Buy him something at that rate. But a uh, step the same above time. Domino's. Can we talk about how he thinks Cheesecake Factory is like? You, you only said like five to ten grand. Like it's not like you're big balling. Yeah. Like yeah, so, you can get a down payment on a car. You can't go out to. What's an expensive restaurant? I don't know. That's God why I said Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's not like I don't eat expensive. It's not like you could pick your own lobster at Red Lobster. So, so what if... So when Shrek came out on VHS... Go on. There was a contest in there to win whatever Nissan car was out that year. 2001 Nissan Ogre. I don't know what the hell you call it. <laughs> Nissan Ogre. <laughs> the, Nissan. Um, the layers of the engine make it go faster. And so there, there's actually a TikTok account where somebody bought like... 200 copies of Shrek on VHS, yeah. and they unbox them every different TikTok, and they like redeem. They see what their prize is, and it's never the Nissan. <laughs> it's always like a gift card to Baskin Robbins. And I'm thinking, what if you bought somebody, like, I don't know, like a cereal box or something, and they ended up winning some like extraordinary gift out of it? Mm-hmm. I want the car door. I would give want me the car too. door back. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I just. Want I to- mean, do you have any obligation to reimburse them? As the per, it's up to you if you want to, but I think there should be no expectation that you have to. Okay, I don't, I don't think you have any expect expectation. You gave them a gift; they won. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, it, it is nice if you did something for them, depending on how much you win. We'll put it this way: like, I've done more for people I don't know than buying a lottery ticket for two dollars and giving it to somebody. Why do I feel like this is passive aggressive? Are you coming at somebody? Did you get somebody a gift and they won big, and you want to talk to them about it? No, um, it was in an episode of uh, Kim's Convenience. Uh, uh, somebody, okay. uh, it was they they got a coffee and then it came off. It's like, oh, you want a barbecue thing? Oh, uh, okay. So and it's like, like, oh, are you obligated to like split that? Because the guy won a dozen donuts and he's like, oh, I'll split it with you. And then oh, she man. won a barbecue. I'm just. And she's thinking, like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all these hypotheticals. Like, you know how people like to pay for people's Dunkin' orders behind them in the drive-through? Yeah. Imagine if somebody did that, and then somebody took the survey and the receipt, and they won like twenty five thousand dollars or something. Yeah, imagine. Oh man, I would just keep it at that point. That's I wouldn't. Crazy. I wouldn't let them know. But like, I I don't think you're obligated. It de- it shows character, like, but you shouldn't expect something because you're not doing much. It's not like you're going out of your way helping this person. It's like no, they got lucky off of the two dollar thing you bought. Mm. Like. Yeah, just because they it's got lucky luck. doesn't I, mean I, it's I, not like you taught Steven Spielberg how to shoot a movie. You just gave him the camera. Exactly. I think it's different in each circumstance. You know what I mean? So it's a variable. But mm. you know, let us know what you think. Let the listeners email in. Yeah. Tell us if they got something. Hit us on the social media. That was a good question, Justin. Yeah, that was a good question. Kim's convenience. You also <laughs> have another question here. Yes. Sports. Sports. What's the most clutch uh, play in sports history? Right. Oh yeah. Well. Uh, it wasn't more, it was, we can brainstorm after, but, like, I consider a clutch play and a game winner different. So you're saying something where that person locked down and they were incredibly clutch, like... Like, they, basically, like, the caliber of a game-winning moment, but, like, earlier in the game. doesn't necessarily have to win the game. Yeah, yeah, like, it was earlier, but it caused it to, like, it, it set the groundwork to win the game. I got one for you, and I'd be interested to hear what you say. It's probably an Aaron Rodgers thing. It is. I know it. <laughs> um, so there was a play in the fourth quarter against the Dallas Cowboys in that playoff game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people remember the Jared Cook sideline pass. How mm-hmm. could you forget? 
Steve might not know, but Steve Justin, knows exactly. But Justin, I feel like even you know this pass where he rolls out to the the left and he throws down the sideline and the guy catches on the sideline, right? Yeah. Justin's That's, shaking his head aggressively. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I almost doubt him. It's one of the most iconic. <laughs> I'm not trying to say this. Justin. It's the most iconic football. It, nay. Sports moment in history of the world and the world anywhere. To, number not, one, Martin Lawrence. Number two, this guy. Yes. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Well, no, he's not even a football. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, Martin Lawrence? The guy from, like, Bad Boys and yeah. shit? I'm thinking of another. Lawrence Taylor. I don't even know who that is. Is that the Lawrence Taylor dude? is the... Lawrence... First off, hold on. Let's bring it back. First off, Martin Lawrence is the guy from Bad Boys. Lawrence Taylor is the Giants linebacker who uh, made it possible for left tackles to be the second highest played position because he actually destroyed a guy he hit um joe theisman i believe and like broke his leg beautiful he broke his thighs he was like one of the greatest defensive player maybe the greatest defensive player in nfl history he was also probably we'll we'll talk about it later doesn't matter anyway back to this clutch play right Mm -hmm. so it's one of the most iconic throws in sports history it is really incredible if you ever go back and watch it it's a great sports highlight yeah but before that the Cowboys defender gets free. The play before, a Cowboys defender on his left side gets free. Mm-hmm. And in his blind side, Aaron Rodgers gets smacked. Like, really hard, right? Right in the yeah. back. And it's one of the most clutch plays because Aaron Rodgers does not fumble. Like, you have yeah. every single excuse. The ball's hanging out like this, like very loose, right? Mm-hmm. That's the play where everyone fumbles. Aaron Rodgers holds onto the ball, gets up, calls timeout right away. Right. Yeah. And no, now knows he has to go to the sideline, but it saved the game, and it was one of the most clutch plays that I think. Yeah, in the that, way that that's, you're trying that's to the talk idea about. I'm trying to think of, not the thing that caught that ended the game. Mm. Like a game-winning shot is not important. I'm thinking like the LeBron, the moment that everyone remembers when yeah. they drive home. Not well, not even that necessarily. It's the forgotten moments. That's why I consider it like the little brother of game winners. That's why I picked that one because it's yeah. not a lot of people talk about it because it's just you're getting hit and you're not fumbling the ball, but it, yeah. it is one of it's, those. It's points. like a low key, very important thing. Yes, it's like when LeBron like blocked the ball. Yeah, it wasn't the game winner. That, that one was like, pretty iconic, though. Well, yeah, it's iconic, but it, like that's like the high end of it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another. Do you guys? Do you got another one on mind? Uh, I'm assuming something with the '04 uh playoffs with the Red Sox. Like, there was probably a play that started a rally that really, like, was so... Motivated cl- the players yeah, and, and got him in when, the zone. that's when they came back. That's so weird, because I was thinking of the same thing. I, yeah. I wonder if, like, there was a, an audience interaction that, like, just happened mm-hmm. to spark a fire in the ass yeah. of one of the players. So, have you... do you, Have you ever guys ever seen the 30 for 30 about the Chicago, Chicago Cubs when they were about to win the World Series and they didn't? No. No. There was a play... Um, well, there's a series of plays, but one is the most iconic... It doesn't really fit into what your criteria is talking about. Yeah. But there's a play where a player hits a foul ball, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going into the stands, and the Chicago like Chicago fans reach up to grab the foul ball. Oh, yeah. No, you that's know, not a clutch play. It's a uh, clutch play by the guys in the... But I'm saying that that's like an iconic sports play where it kind of feels like it yeah. changed the momentum of that sport. And then even though they had the... New I would ex- consider that like a blunder. Okay. Like a like a super... Like... like um. In wrestling, they call it a botch. Yeah, basically a botch. I'm thinking like back in the 80s with the Red Sox and Buckner. I have another Aaron Rodgers one if you want to hear it. No, nobody wants to hear it. Damn it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, do you have any Do you have any other on your mind? Uh, nothing specific, but please email in what's your favorite clutch, not game-winning plays, but like plays that changed the tide. Yeah. It, like there was a clear momentum at one point, and then 
boom, this play happened and caused it to That's fair. go into their Yeah, favor. mine was when Martin Lawrence broke that guy's leg. Yeah, when Martin Lawrence... the, the <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yep. LT. You were, oh, my God. MLA format. I, we, we really do need Jason back to talk about sports stuff. Because we have a sports story <laughs> later. <laughs> so, right. I learned something. Well, Let's... no, I figured it out. A toaster. Yes. What does it do? Toast. Gets uh, bread really hot or bagels, yeah. whatever you decide to throw in it. Exactly. Bagels and are how do most... Bread. The iconic toasters, how do they work? You take the button, you slide it down... Mm. And then what happens at the end of it? Springs back up. Springs back up. So, in the fighting world, I'm a big fighter. I fight the things. I do the fisticuffs. I get a little bop action with the boys. Hey! Okay. There's a move called an uppercut. Yes. And what is an uppercut? So you're saying it's a spring action. Hold on. An uppercut is a move where you kind of, to get the most power out of it, you kind of like dip down a little bit. And then you punch upwards into basically hitting their jaw and then hitting them upwards. Yeah. So, if we take that... You're saying an uppercut is just a toaster. No. In the game Mortal Kombat, there is a special event that happens when you happen to spam one move in particular. And that leads to an uppercut and the guy comes out of the corner of the screen. I think I know where you're going with this. So, if you rapid fire uppercuts... There's a little guy that pops up in the corner and goes, Toasty! He says, Toasty. I, I wow! Wanna, I want to know if the toaster action of down, up, and then punch has to do... Has, is there any correlation with that? Sure. Ed Boone, email in. Noob, no, no. Noob Tobias? Yeah, whatever Boone Cybot is, backwards. Tobias, what were their names? It's Ed Boon and something Tobias. Tag whoever made Mortal Kombat. I need to know if this is true or not. I feel like we could just Google this, but I, I want to hear it from there. Also, no, also a former uh, guest and listener of the pod, Alex, had no idea that they said Toasty, and I broke his brain for like 28 minutes. I thought he said whoopsies for the longest That's time. That's what he said. What? No, yeah, it's Toasty. Yeah, up until I started hanging out with you, I learned that it was Toasty. Yeah. You mean like... Currently in the past four minutes? No, 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 no. Like, I think 2011 when Mortal Kombat 9 came out. Oh, that was the best Mortal Kombat. I love that I one. mean, besides Mortal Kombat Armageddon, where you're able to make custom characters, and I made a guy who was a cross between Rambo and Rocky. I called him Ramboey. Like, how in the sports conversation, I was just, like, rambling about Aaron Rodgers highlights that are running through my mind right now. This is just where you guys are going off. Hot take, Armageddon kind of sucks. It does. It hasn't aged well. The movesets are all kind of similar. There's The character roster is awesome, but... I mean, the move sets. There's nothing really distinct about. Oh yeah, anyone I, I will say that nine is probably the best. Nine was. I remember. I. I think. Yeah, that's when we started hanging out. Was when you got that game. I found out that you had it, or Cody had it, and I yeah. just wanted to play it. So good. I. I was unstoppable with Scorpion. Oh, cool. I just knew all the moves. Cool. Yeah, it's like when Aaron Rodgers lost that game. And Martin Lawrence kills yeah. a man. <laughs> we'll talk about. It. So. Uh, I think Justin and I came to a realization this week, Steve. Yeah. That early 20-year-olds do not understand 27-year-olds. Or, like, that, like, mid... Like, after 25, when your back starts hurting and, like, things start aching... Breaking down. And, like, you want to go to bed early. And, like, 20-year-olds don't understand because they're like, you're still young. But it's like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. We're young-looking, but we're old in spirit. 
yes. kind of thing. Like we're starting to hit those thirties, and it's just depressing, right? Yeah, I don't want to think about it. It's it. So like we realized because we were talking to some like twenty-two year olds, twenty-three year olds, right? And what were what were we discussing specifically? Do you remember back pain? <laughs> I think it was it was just like everyone who was like above the age of twenty-five was just really tired. Yeah, and yeah. it was like ten thirty. I yeah. think the moment I turned twenty-five. I started taking naps at like 5:30 every day and I can't stop. Really? I love naps. They're not even naps anymore. They're just like extended sleeps cuz I nap for like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh god. See, I don't even nap. I'll nap every once in oh, a while. I love I, na- I napped hard in college. Like I mastered the 15 minute nap cuz oh, yeah. I would like in between classes and practice, I would just go crush a nap yeah. and then just be rejuvenated. I can't do that anymore. Again, with Justin's influence on me, I never took naps until he told me when we were juniors in high school that he takes naps. And I'm like, oh, well, he does it, so it must be cool. Yeah. So then I started doing it. And then I stopped for a little while. And then I started doing it up again like in my mid-20s, and now I can't yeah. stop. Steve is actually very intimidating to most people he met because up until he met me, he didn't know what blinking was, and I showed him the way. Yeah. He changed my life. <laughs> I don't even want to hear about this. I don't need to put in lens drops anymore. Or not yeah. lens, eye drops. Lens crafters. But yeah, you know, so you know, it's like... um, uh, No, there's a picture you took. I just I don't know why I thought of this. But back welcome. in high school, there's a picture you took of me you're welcome. handing you money. And Steve is just looking at me. Like behind, he's behind my shoulder. Was I standing stare- in a garbage can? No, you, were, <laughs> you weren't in a garbage can. You were just staring me in the face. And then, like, I didn't realize you were there, but, like, your eyes weren't blinking. Your eyes were just wide open. You are like this. Yeah, I, I didn't teach him until this. then. Oh, okay. But, yeah, with the, the age disparity, it's almost like, because you get, like, the generations, quote, mm. unquote. But also, there's subsets between age groups. Okay. Because, like, it's like, um the way I'd like to put it is, like, milestone ages. Okay. So, like, you're... A someone in high school is way different than somebody in middle school or elementary school. Yes. There may not be that much time between you, but it's there's a huge difference. There's Even a, like different le- every grade of high school seems yeah. Freshman is going to be different than a senior. Yeah, and then once you get to college, like it, you're completely different milestone. So you don't really have much in common with the people below. Okay. Or the people above, because once you get out of college, it's it's a different mindset because you just got out of the college. It's yeah, like, you're okay now. I'm like jobs. getting into work. Yeah. Then after you've been working for a while and the crushing foot of capitalism is just curb stomping you into life, you're still like, oh, shit. And then like, yeah, you're in your late 20s. And then it's like, okay, now I need to. And you're like, okay, then the next step is like, oh, you like get have a relationship, have kids, possibly uh, move out of the house, do other things, be like an adult for the most part. Yeah. Like really become an adult. We're still in that middle ground of, like, I guess we're adults, but, like, not really. Yeah, we need to take the proper steps. Like, we're steps away from becoming an adult. We're, like, yeah. this is the second Pokemon evolution, but we're, yeah. like, reaching the third. It's it's really depressing. So, like, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But we, I have a TikTok on our Hot Takes and Beer Breaks TikTok. That's the most Plug. late 27 things you've ever said before. Sure. Um, but there's this woman that's very popular on TikTok. She's 26, but she's like a mom and she has like kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And she very much looks like she's 26. Maybe some people think she looks a little older, but I think that's because she has kids. You know what I mean? Well, do any of us really look our age? No. Uh, but I'm saying like she looks 26. Like if, if I mean, she did, John looks like he's like 23. 
I got carded today. We'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but like we look like we're still kind of like you look probably like you're in your twenty, like twenty one, twenty two. It depends if I shave. Yeah, you got facial hair. Yeah, I feel like me and Steve both look like we're still kind of like just getting out of high school, kind of looking. Maybe more so me than you. Yeah. No, Steve looks like he's twenty five. Okay, I like you John. Just, you look in your early twenties. Yeah, uh, John looks like he's twenty two, yeah. twenty three. I don't even look. I feel like I look eighteen. With the, with Justin's beard, he does look like he's twenty, about to be twenty eight. Yeah, and then as soon as I shave, I drop like ten years. I like it's that. ridiculous. Really? Yeah, I just feel the beard adds ten years. But yeah, I got carded today at the package store when I bought the beer for Hot Takes and Beer Breaks podcast. Check us out, even oh. though you're listening to us right now. Listen in. Yeah. Um, but I got the beer, and then like when I looked at it, the guy asked for my ID. I gave it to him. I was like, all right, that's fine. I I, I know I know I look young. And then mm-hmm. he was like, what's your birthday? And I was like. Okay. He yeah. gave it to him. He's like, what's your middle name? And I was like, okay. My middle. I don't think I've ever had to answer that ever. I don't yeah, even was, know my middle name. It was really odd. I was it's... getting questioned by a kid that's younger than me. I guarantee it. <laughs> but he looked older than me. Or like his facial structure looked older than me. Yeah. But he was definitely younger than me. And I was older than him, but I looked younger than him. Yeah. His boss probably just like gave him a talking to earlier in the week and was like, oh, you got a card, everybody. It doesn't matter who. Fair. Yeah. We also had this rele- – I had this uh, revelation this weekend. Mm. Speaking of weekend revelations, <gasps> right? This was a drunk, drunk thought. Not a drunk, sober thought, but a drunk, th- drunk thought. I think we should take the rats from New York City, right? Because that's a problem. Get them out of New York City and then just drop them into foreign countries as a form of warfare. Can't trace them. <laughs> so imperialist John over here wants to take over the world with rats. Yeah. How big are the New York rats? They're they huge. get thick. Really? They're 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 thick boy. Could we like capture one and I don't think we could do it. Uh no, because then it might try and teach us like the ways of martial arts and then go to an underground sewer and eat pizza with us on the weekends. Yeah, maybe it's not that name us after Italian artists. Okay. Yeah. I want to be the very best. That no one ever was? Yes. (laughs) We went from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Pokemon real quick. I just had that thought. I feel like we should employ that. You know what I mean? Like, why are we dropping bombs in places? Drop rats. It would cause food food scarcity wherever it lands. There was an abandoned gas station. Um, I think at one point, it, like, closed in, like, February of a certain year. I think it was, like, 2017. Mm -hmm. And so I I used to go on walks, and I would always go past this gas station. And one time, this had to be, like, maybe August or September, I looked in through one of the windows, and... Whatever was in the gas station, because I think the owners just like up and left overnight and like didn't have any warning at all. They just took off. Makes sense. Um, Probably a drug. There was like food ripped out like all over the floor, like all like the hostess and chips and whatever packaging was there was like torn to shreds. And I saw rats just running around the gas station. In my head, you said hostess. I thought it was like a restaurant hostess (laughs) just dead on the floor. It's like, oh my God. No, I'm talking about the ring dings and Twinkie people. Hmm. Or the treats, not people. So they were just going to town. <laughs> yeah, no. And I always wondered, like, if they had stayed in there and continued eating whatever was in that gas station, I wonder how big they could get. They get huge. Like, if just walk around New York at night. Just, ugh. They're massive. They get, like, this big. Like, pretty yeah. big. Yeah. John, tell our listeners how big that is. That big. Damn. That's big. They got it. It's an audio medium. Yes. But, Justin... You got uh, buying things that are white. Oh, uh, yeah. So I had a quick thought that buying things that are white, as in, like, clothing, is like people in politics. 
Explain. They easily become dirty. Yeah. And that's the end of that. that. That's. <laughs> I like how nice you. Nice se- quick little thought. Yeah. I quick- like how you set up this uh, whole drunk, uh, sober thought. Just bring up that. Yep. That's all I had. I agree. <laughs> but you know, I'll say this. I have another drunk sober thought. <gasps> I think they should recast Black Panther. One hundred percent. Hot take. What so, makes you think that? So uh, a lot of people are up in arms. They believe that Chad. Chadwick Boseman is the most iconic Black Panther, which I 100% agree. Uh, if you haven't seen Marvel's What If, he plays his last performance in that series. Uh, we have to do an episode on that. Yeah. When Whenever you get done watching it, Justin. Yes. Anyway, uh, it's really good. And Chadwick Boseman is an incredibly inta- a talented actor. But I think for that fact, that's why you recast him. Because he's not just Black Panther. He's, you know, Jackie Robinson. He's also, um, he played. I'll let you do it. There's a bunch of other people he played. No, no. Who else did he play? Uh, who's the singer from uh, who shows up in Rocky? He feels good. Martin Lawrence. Rocky IV. Oh. He feels good. I can't think of it. Yeah, you can. John I'm Brown? blanking on the name right now. Oh, no. Something Close. Brown. Close. Jimmy. Jimmy Brown? No, no. What's the not nickname version of Jimmy? James. James Brown. James Brown. <laughs> Yeah, Martin so Lawrence. He plays James Brown. He plays he's in a bunch of movies and Chadwick Boseman is a very iconic actor. And I think just kind of like taking that mantle and going, we're gonna recast it to another like I know it's a heavy task for that mm-hmm. next actor to take that on, but you gotta continue that character on. I I don't think Black Panther is done in the MCU. No, they only did one movie, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Only... and there is another movie coming out, so what did he do any scenes for that movie or did they I doubt did it. Did he die long before they even started shooting? I, yeah, because I think the last thing he officially did was the what if, and that's yeah, just voiceovers. Oh. And I think Marvel was planning on r- replacing him with his younger sister, but um, I think that's because they knew what was going on with Chadwick oh, Boseman. Yeah, but they, they knew I he think was they sick. planned on having him for the second one. So does that? So I've never seen Black Panther. Do they kind I of saw ex- it four times in theater? Wow. It's yeah. really Is good. Is that the most times? Well, that's because I had movie pass and I could. <laughs> oh, I respect it. You you were cheating the system. Not even cheating it. You were using this. I was using what it said. But no, it was a pretty good movie. I've never seen it once. Do they? Does the ending of the movie make him the protagonist or does it also bring up his younger sister, whoever you're saying? Is this sh- sh- uh, Zuri? Zuri? Shiri. Shiri? Yeah, she's very influential in it. Okay. But like, it ended on he's still the king of wakanda yeah, yeah. It, it ended with him and also he showed up in the last infinity in the, War and I, yeah, I remember seeing him it kind of seemed like black panther was going to be the leader of the avengers but now with chadwick boseman out i don't know how you can do that it seemed like him and dr strange were going to be now the i question, wonder oh, oh we'll keep going the question becomes how do you recast him do you just take another actor and put him into the MCU, just keeping the yeah. timeline going. So as is... They never address it. They never say, like, oh... Yeah. They did it with Don Cheadle. What's his name? King T'Challa or King... King T'Challa, yeah. Are they are they going to be like, oh, he died of whatever cancer? Well, no, I guess they can't do that. Um, They reconstructed a dude's spine with that of the um, vibranium. Like, I don't think cancer would be a problem for the Wakanda. They, um... I just hope they don't do the... Uh... Disney doesn't do the Carrie Fisher approach and just, like, use her face in two other movies that she didn't really shoot. Yeah. There's speculation. The idea is that because um, Namor is showing up in the second one, if for any comic nerds that know what that Marvel's is. Marvel's Aquaman. He's Marvel's Aquaman. He's uh he's going to be showing up in Black Panther 2. He's an adversary of 
King T'Challa. Usually they're at odds because Atlantis and Wakanda are going at it. Atlantis and Morissette. The speculation is that like they perform a terrorist attack on Wakanda. Yeah. Blow up and B- Black Panther dies. And it starts with like a funeral or oh, something. That's boring. Like I... I just I I think you should carry on Black Panther. Black Panther is a really great character. I have no. Who prob- would you Who would you cast? As? I have no. Don't ask me that question. I am not good at casting. Now, Steve, do you, do you know who? You I would? oh I know who Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Please do explain the plot of the Martin Lawrence Black Panther. So show. he's playing football in the nineties and he breaks <laughs> a dude's thigh and he's like, "Where do I go from here?" Stan Lee comes from the rafters and he's like, "Hey, you want to make." $10 million talking for approximately 80 minutes, and he's like, sure. And then he becomes an iconic character, beloved <laughs> by millions. All right, Inspiration so you, is you heard it here first. Martin Lawrence for Black Panther 2 as uh, King <laughs> T'Challa. All right, well, I know uh, what needs to happen for Black Panther then. What's that? So we're dealing with a lot of multiverse stuff, correct? Yeah. Um, what if you get six-time NBA champion? Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan to play the part of T'Challa. No, why? Wait, are you, sorry, sorry. Why are you picking so many? Diff- sorry, sorry. LeBron uh, James. I forgot one key letter in this situation to change it up. Michael, B. you have Jordan. Michael B. Jordan because you so, don't you, you don't need to recap. You don't need to just make him there. You can have that. This multiverse madness causes um, Chadwick Boseman to basically just become Michael B. Jordan. And then Michael, and then Chadwick Boseman becomes um, Killmonger. Killmonger. Well, um, no, I, ran, I, random thought. So I've never seen Black Panther, as I just told you guys a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think they recorded lines specifically for this scenario? Like they no, knew he, they knew yeah. he was gonna die, and so they're like, "All right, well, let's let's record a couple of scenes for Granted, the next they movie." They did know he had cancer back then. No, which uh, is wild because he did all every Black Panther shit was with like chemo. stage forge. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's a legend. I, I feel like Disney kind of prepped for this. It wasn't like a Carrie Fisher where just she died out of nowhere. Like I think they knew. All right, yeah, this guy's gonna I, kick the bucket. I think soon. they thought they had one more movie with him, Maybe. and they were preparing for him to record that last movie and then pass the mantle on. Yeah. And they got kind of got like yeah. Oh, and then the pandemic happened too. Yeah. So um, I think they could do something with Michael B. Jordan. It it, it would be interesting. I don't because I hate the fact that he's dead now in the MCU. He yeah. could come back. So you're telling me they're not going to use Martin Lawrence or Kobe Bryant? No, no, they are. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Martin Lawrence and Kobe Bryant. But it's going to be Martin Lawrence playing Kobe Bryant. Martin Lawrence. Actually, no, he'll just wear a jersey for no reason. Oh, my God. Lawrence I... Taylor, Martin Lawrence, <laughs> Kobe Bryant. I could just imagine the poster Lawrence being Fishburne. across. He'll be in there, too. Yeah. I could see that poster being in college dorms across the country. Lawrence Fishburne was in Black Panther 1. He was? Yeah. He died. Well, they'll bring what? him back. Yeah, he was the guy. Who killed him? Oh, my Morpheus mis- was in Black Panther Fuck, 1, John? I, no, I fucked it up. No, John, no. Are you, who are you thinking of? I'm thinking of... Do they all look the same to you, John? <laughs> oh, you're, you're thinking... <laughs> you son of a bitch. Was, you know oh, you're, think, yeah, you're you thinking... Know oh, thinking crap. Of. I can't remember his name. He was in... Uh... Robin Big. What? No. Oh. <laughs> no, he was in uh, Star Wars... Um... Uh, Star Wars Oh, Rogue Finn? Uh, John no, Boyega? No, I'm thinking of... Oh, John, oh. John Boyega might not be a bad choice, actually, to play T'Challa. Billy D. Williams? I'm thinking of black characters from Star Wars. No, it was in Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Oh, the uh, 
the f- he's the Brazilian. He, oh, it's guy? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I was yeah. Oh. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> I was about to say that, like, I don't know. That it's sad that I was like, oh, the guy with the eye, and that made me remember his name. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great look for me on this podcast, but I'm gonna play it. That's fine. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, thinking of uh, let's switch over to gears. Let's get into the news of the Sl- week. Switch over to gears. Switch over to gears. I'm gonna stay on with gears that of war. So uh, Xbox let's game. start with. Uh, do you guys know sports? You don't. Sport. Doesn't matter. Do you know who John Gruden is? Very famous head coach of the. Obviously, Steve knows all of the sport. Very. I know of John Gruden. He's the he's the current coach of the Raiders. Why is he not? Tell me more. So John Gruden has just recently stepped down as the coach of the Raiders. What? I I woke up today and I said I I love John Gruden the current coach of the Raiders. I hope nothing bad ever happens to him. He's not it He's is a true. great guy that motivates me every day. Steve wrote me a letter and sent it through the United I States Postal Service. I want to apologize to any listener that just said their eardrums destroyed by Steve. Oh man. Just like this man. What career. did my favorite coach in the history of the NFL do? <laughs> well, uh John Gruden going back to 2011 and I imagine much more before. Uh, from 2011 to 2018, there was emails back and forth between him and this uh, uh, Washington executive, Washington fo- football team. George Washington. George it was George Washington. It was George Washington. Uh, he was emailing back and forth with the, an executive at the Washington football team, and he was basically saying a lot of misogynistic, very ho- uh, homophobic and racist stuff to a lot of uh, to this guy. Mm-hmm. And basically, he got found out because they're investigating with the Washington football team for inappropriate behavior with their uh, women. I believe we've talked about this on the podcast before, a few months back. Yes. Check out one of the earlier episodes. Oh. I don't know which one. And uh, John Gruden's emails got leaked. They found out. They basically were like, Raiders, what are you going to do about this? And they were mm-hmm. waiting and waiting to see if they were going to do anything. And then just as the NFL was about to come down with strict punishments, John Gruden steps down. Mm, he nixoned it. So, uh, John Gruden's out. I can't uh, believe it. It's... <laughs> yeah, Steve, I, I'm more upset for you. Like, I feel bad. I had a poster of him in my room. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be posters across every college dorm in the United States. John Gruden. John Gruden. <laughs> and formerly... They used to be the Oakland Raiders, and they just became the Las Vegas. Correct. I believe. You are you are a diehard John Gruden fan here. Just, this calls yeah. in the question Steve's belief system here. Who doesn't? I love the man John didn't Gruden. know about this. I did, um, I just learned about it approximately four minutes ago. Just just now, um, but it's it's kind of interesting because like, you know, uh, so actually I was watching uh, the Pat McAfee show and Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers about this, and Aaron Rodgers was like, "Hey, why don't you have more championships?" Well, Aaron Rodgers he answered basically saying like, "I I feel good that knowing that like." teammates don't feel good don't feel like this like the players across the league don't feel like this and hopefully like more executives get kicked out of the league and i know there's plenty of executives that don't feel this way and i feel really good that locker rooms aren't like this and it's good that these people are getting gotten out basically kind of thing yeah Yeah. i i like that too i like seeing justice brought to the ass assholes of the world yeah exactly you know what i mean like truth is always going to kind of come out i guess Mm -hmm. so uh no, yeah. you got to show that there's consequences for this shit. Yeah, he said some. Pre- no, and he's been getting away with it for so long. Yeah, two, you said 2011. There's evidence of, which and means yeah, that it's been happening for way longer. Than that. Like I, I keep going back to like the argument about, like, oh, if you ever been in a Call of Duty Modern Warfare lobby, like you've said way worse than that. But you also have to think like we that was a different time, and we were also really young. This guy's a grown ass man. 
and he's using this kind of language. Exactly. And like, I yeah. in no way was anything that we were saying in Call of Duty all right. But like I also We were also like twelve and thirteen years old. Like I don't know. Also this goes from twenty eleven to twenty eighteen. Yeah, and so it's yeah. been an ongoing thing. Exactly. So it's no learned change behavior. Would yeah. you have any sympathy for him if it was just like, On a Call of Duty chat? Well, maybe that, or if it was just like a couple emails in 2011, and then he like changed his ways. So that's actually really interesting because a friend asked me about this last night, and he was. You have friends? Yeah, I know. Shocking. Oh, shit. What the? Um, fuck? I'm he, so but he was like, today. "Hey, did you hear about John Gruden?" I was like, "No, I didn't. W- tell me more." He was like, "Oh, in 2011, <clears throat> the emails got leaked." I was like, "Oh, that." Well, you know, 2011 is a long time ago. I, I, I'm sure you changed. You know, you're not going to yeah. have the same views. But then when I found out it's 2011 to 2018, and there's a lot there. Like yeah. I just, yeah. thought, I just had heard it was like one or two emails. Like Steve had just. Well, plus it's one of those things where like once you get into your like late 20s, you know what's right. Your ideas, wrong. your ideals are like start kind of set yeah. in stone. I I'll disagree with that. I think for with, the most part, I but like the way with, you are, if you're going you, to act like that, you're going to keep acting like have that. Have you ever read uh, Facebook or like Twitter posts that you shared and like? I don't know, when you were, like, 14 years old? 15? I deleted my Twitter. Smart. I deleted my, my Twitter. My also deleted. Yeah. Well, I restarted it. it. Like, I did I did a new one. But, yeah, I I couldn't even imagine what my tweets were back then. Like, back then, you, you had to say edgy shit to try and get noticed. And you it was... didn't? Steve, what were my tweets like? I don't know, currently watching edgy. Walking Dead. Yeah, damn, I'm so Maybe edgy. Like, hashtag Walking Dead, hashtag Talking Dead. Damn. Did you ever even watch that show, or did yeah. I just make that up? No, we did. Okay, good. That's fair. It was a staple. Well, and an Office Max. Speaking of back in 2011, do you guys did you guys watch like that 70s show like back in high school? Or no, like reruns. Uh, I started watching it when Netflix was like the cool new thing, and uh, I remember I watched the first couple seasons. And I liked it, but I never finished it. Oh, really? See, I love that 70s show. It used to be my favorite TV show, actually, of all time. Uh, I watched it. All the time. What was that look, Justin? I didn't fart. <laughs> oh, I thought you were looking at me because you were judging his favorite show. Justin just pooped his pants like I did at Mystic Aquarium. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I actually really loved that Sunday show. It used to be one of my. Oh, favorite... you liked it, you liked it a lot. Now you love it. Whatever I said. Right, what um, I'm drinking a beer. Don't worry about Hot it. Hot take. Anyway, uh, that Sunday show is getting a uh, spinoff called That's Ninety Show. Which I'm interested to see what they're gonna do because what what network is picking it up? I actually didn't look it up. I just saw that it was getting a spinoff, but I'm interested to see if it's gonna be connected to that seventy show. Is it all the same cast? Because didn't that one didn't one of them get kind of canceled? Yeah, Hyde from that seventy show. His uh, he was oh yeah, which he was that? messaging. He was the curly haired guy. Sure, with the glasses. With the oh glasses. oh no, he had the aviator. He was the cool guy. Uh, like cool the, guy. There was like. Uh, Kelso, who was Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Here's Eric Foreman, who played Venom in Spider-Man 3. Of course. Uh, Legendary. There, there was uh, Laura Pepperin, who was the redhead. Foreman's dad. And Mila Wait, Kun- Laura Pepperin was Foreman's dad and the redhead? Yes. Okay. But, uh... Mila Kunis, who doesn't shower. Yep, <laughs> yeah, Mila Kunis, shower. no shower. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe they'll maybe they'll play it off like uh, Hyde died. You know what I mean? Like, well, they could do yeah. What Roseanne did is they were just like, yeah, Roseanne had a heart attack and died. It was from an Ambien. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like they could. It's almost funny when they do it when they do stuff like that where they're like, oh, yeah, Roseanne's dead. Like <laughs> I, I was hoping with Full House, they're like, yeah, Aunt Becky like overdosed on 
Never mind. What did they say? Like, <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I I watched the pilot of Fuller House and then never anything after. Never that. came back to it. It would be so funny if they were like, "Oh I yeah, she got hit in by jail. a bus. She she's in jail for trying to get her daughter into a college that she shouldn't have been accepted into." It's like, damn. They just like totally break the fourth wall and stare at the screen. It's like, wait, I thought you guys had twins. It's like, don't think about it. <laughs> they but, linked at the camera, right? They were at New York City or something. Yeah, they did that with Mary Kate and Ashley, where they're like, "Oh yeah, they're off in New York being fashion moguls or something." Mm. Yeah, well, that's fair because that's what they're actually doing. Yeah, but okay. th- it was f- they're man, successful in other fields. That'd be a callback to the pilot episode where they could be like, "Yeah, Aunt Becky's currently serving like three months in jail." <laughs> <laughs> so this week, uh, huge things released in entertainment news. Not just that '90s show, but also Dave Chappelle releases special. <gasps> um. So, Dave Chappelle released a special, and a lot of people, it made the headlines. It did. He, he always up, finds a way to make the headlines. He did make day. the headlines. David, he's that new up-and-comer. Up a lot of people are calling it a 40-minute rant on trans... Uh, Hour and 12-minute rant. Yeah, but basically saying he's very transphobic and uh-huh. all these other things. Um, now both preface s- this, I have not seen it. Yeah. John, have you? I have. Steve? I, I just listened to it today. Okay. I actually listened to it twice. Wow, hot take. My take from it, uh, I don't think it's transphobic. Now, <gasps> not being transgender, um, not no being idea. someone that identifies with that community, it's tough for me to say. I'll be fair yeah. with that. Like, maybe there's something I'm not seeing. But as a person who was just listening to this piece of art, I felt like it was a... Uh, uh, Hitler made art, too, just to point out. Shut up. <laughs> he was coming at it in a way that I feel like he was He not- prefaced it very... Yeah, he did a good job making sure, like, okay, guys, I'm not transphobic, but... Well, he did... Well, no, yeah. Wait, hold on, that's not the excuse. Some no, people no, no, are no. like, I'm not racist, but... No, he didn't do it like that. I poorly you, you got You gotta watch happened. the special, I think. You just any, gotta watch it. Before anyone, like, listens to reviews or listens to anything, definitely go watch the special. I think it was really so, good. So, yeah, me coming from the Twitter world without watching it, I thought, like, oh, this guy said awful stuff. He was just making fun of, like, Caitlyn Jenner and transgender people. And when I listened to it, he did all of those things, but it... I don't know. You just got to watch it. He did it in a way that I feel like was very respectful. It's a playful, like, yeah, he, he acknowledged what they're going through and he was able to make fun of it in a way that didn't seem like he was punching down. Let's just say this. I think Dave Chappelle is the greatest storyteller of all time. The greatest philosopher, might be one of the greatest philosophers of modern time. Because what do you I, consider modern time? Um, like, like 2020, like 20s. Uh, okay. Maybe. So I, I think Dave Chappelle, because he's viewing the world in the way that he, he he's saying things that I think need to be said. Mm. And he's not necessarily right, but I'm saying <clears throat> it needs to be said in case it's wrong so that way people can correct it. Now, I think the point that he made about Caitlyn Jenner was kind of spot on. Now, he kinda was, what yeah. I would like to bring up is people on the right wing of the political view, would they say similar things, but because Dave Chappelle has the clout of this? It would be completely different. It's completely different. Oh, um, like they'd be liking him for all the wrong reasons. Basically. Well, well, not even that. It's like if somebody who was who leaned right wing said the same exact things, would it be viewed differently? No, they they couldn't say the same exact things because the points that he makes mm-hmm. seems like he's genuinely concerned about what they're going through. Dave Chappelle also comes from a place of love. I feel like it was. Yeah. I um. So I actually kind of teared up the first time I watched this. Mm-hmm. He has Dork. a very heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so 
I ha- he has a very heartwarming story in this um, special about Daphne. Yes. Yeah. No. That was that was heavy. It was really tough. Spoilers. Really tough to listen to. And Dave Chappelle has a friend. Just to, just to spoil this special for go listen to it. It's very funny. It's not. It's not yeah, funny. Here, we'll we'll pause. It's eye opening for it's good. the entire hour and twelve minutes. All right. Ready. Quiet. <laughs> okay. So Dave Chappelle has this friend named. Uh, Daphne Dorman, who is a transgender female, who she's not a Dorman. No, might she, have been at some point, yeah, but maybe. not right now. By the way, I want to re- reiterate: Dave Chappelle is respecting everyone's pronouns in this entire special, regardless mm-hmm. of what he feels on transgender. Right? He's respecting everyone's pronouns. It's the easiest fucking thing. It's like calling somebody's name correctly. No, no, no. The way he does it, but, but I'm no, no, no. I'm saying for like people who are against it. It's yeah. like it's yeah, the it's least not... amount of respect you can give to somebody, giving them the official title that they wish. But after one of Dave Chappelle's Netflix specials comes out, mm-hmm. and it basically a lot of transgender people took it out of context mm-hmm. and basically called Dave Chappelle a transphobe again because this isn't the first time Dave Chappelle's been called a transphobe for a very long time. Apparently, um, Daphne goes on to defend him, and after a few days of being on Twitter and defending Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Daphne commits suicide. Now, ah. is it because of the Twitter trolling? I don't know. He doesn't know. Sure, it didn't help. Didn't? Yeah, he claims it, he's not sure if it helped. But... Wait, hold on. He talked <clears> about this <throat> in the special. Yeah, yeah. He does it a really great. Wait, so <sighs> you gotta uh, watch it. Well, I'm I'm a little confused. So with he's the talking timeline. about a stand up performance that he did like years prior, mm-hmm. and Daphne opened for him, and then after. Um, that special aired or whatever that show aired the footage came out and everyone was calling Dave transphobic and Daphne was backing him on Twitter. This, I'm assuming, I don't know when this was. I'm assuming this was maybe, I don't know, let's say 2015. So this was all happening back then. And, uh, she was backing him and they were calling her a bunch of names. And then she just offed herself and she jumped off a building or a bridge or something. Yeah. I think the way she, she articulated it was, Dave's not punching down because Dave doesn't view transgender as less than him. Mm-hmm. He's just making jokes. You know what I mean? Like, he's a yeah, comedian. Well, you, If you want to be part of this community and be inclusive, you have to accept that you're going to get made fun of. You know what I mean? He makes fun of white people. He makes fun of black people. He makes fun of everyone. Mm-hmm. He made fun of Steve once. And I yeah. do think there is what this special seemed to kind of signify is there's these transgender people that feel like they're above it all. A little bit is like you... I think it's mostly Twitter. Like I think, yeah, Twitter is a, the Twitter is, could be very very toxic depending on like what you read on there. And I think Twitter, it's just I don't know. It's not what it was as, as years much, ago. As much as the right harps on the social justice warrior, mm. there is an extreme. Like there are extremes to both yeah, sides. There's extreme like, right. The extremes, extreme... the extremes, like trans feminist. He goes into that. They, they're just annoying. They suck. And I think that's what Dave was trying to get across is this transgender community. You're not powerless anymore. Your voices when I mean, you... it is a very small community. And they yeah, do have less power. But than a like lot of people, he's talking but... about the idea that like Kevin Hart almost got canceled. You know, and certain people like when you speak, your words carry more weight than a black man. He talked about how uh, it's easier for Caitlyn Jenner to transition to a woman and get Woman of the Year than it is for Cassius Clay to change his name. You know, certain things like that. Yeah. So it, it's a very powerful comedy sketch. And at the end, just to ruin it, 
he says, I'm not making any more jokes at your expense anymore. I'm not joking until we all can recognize that we're laughing together. And I think that's what Dave's trying to get across. Is Wait, so did he make jokes? He made jokes. Yeah, it's but show. then at the end, he's like, I'm going to, this is it. Well, it was this his last Netflix it- special until he signs another expensive deal. Exactly. And I think what the point of it was, at least the point I got was, I'm trying to do this not because I look at you guys as like the transgender community or the LGBTQ community as less than me or something to be made fun of, mm-hmm. but I view them as equals. Yeah. And I'm going to make fun of them because I view yeah, them as... Yeah, everybody gets shit. And That's... the fact that you're not laughing with me means that I have to stop this because you are mm-hmm. you need to reevaluate yourself. And I do think that's true. I do think the LGBTQ plus community does need to take a second and go, are we doing things that are toxic? Mm-hmm. This is just... I don't even think it's a community as a whole. I just think it's a subgroup within the community that's just made well, a bad it, name for themselves. I mean, it's like that with every like yeah. bad group of people. It's, it's like, like gun people. I'm sure most gun people are fine, but there are the gun people that are on Facebook that can't shut up. Yeah. yeah. It's like... It's like, look, I like guns too, but yeah, you shouldn't be that easy to get one. Yeah. I thought it was a, a really impactful special. Mm-hmm. I really like the message behind it. Uh, that's not to say that everything you said was great. You know what I mean? Like, there are going to be yeah, things... Yeah, there, there, there's things that he was a little too edgy on, but you know he has to do that. But he's just, It reminds yeah. me of a... Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but it reminds me of, like, what South Park does. This is why yeah. South Park will never get canceled. Because their whole thing is, we have no boundaries, we will make fun of everyone. Yeah, everybody gets shit. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's what Dave Chappelle was kind of hitting on. Um, Except if... George Clooney, he won't get made fun of. Why not? So, George Clooney was the voice of one of the dogs in south park for a long amount of time because he thought that would prevent him from getting shit on yeah and i think they did eventually shit on him but i just I wanted like to drop that easter egg in there. i didn't know that it's pretty interesting yeah you're welcome but yeah i i think dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians of all time and it was incredible to see it's a great special it's not necessarily the funniest special but it is very deep thinking you know he's, he's doing it's, a carlin it's art it's it's how you view it but i think you should view it with an open mind as cisgendered it, white it, males. It's worth, yeah, it's worth an hour and 12 minutes of your time. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Let's, and also, but Also, like, I don't use Netflix ever, so this was my first time opening it up in months. Oh, nice. There is so much good stuff on there. Yeah, where have you been? Watch Kim's Convenience. I'll Watch Squid Game. But no, with, uh, with this, it's, even if you don't agree with it, it sparks conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And it's in a, it's in a, uh, capacity where it's not aggressive, it's not... St- like malicious old, yeah it's not malicious well i mean I, I haven't heard it but it's like it's not like you're in this facebook group which is talking shit about people without the opposition to be able to talk to it no this is open to everyone free conversation about it i felt like it was things that were moving forward right mm-hmm. and dave is just saying things that need to be said whether they're right or wrong he could be 100 percent wrong i'm could not be but it needs to be said just to think about you know what i mean go is this the path forward and if it is, we're good. If we need to deviate, we need to deviate. You know what I mean? Like, I think we yeah. just have to come to an understanding. I haven't seen the thing, and I probably will agree with you. But also, you got to remember, some of the people who with opinions you don't agree with are saying the same type of thing. Uh, yeah, but, like, this is the thing. is like being. So a- I'm just asking questions, John. It's like, <laughs> oh, why is this happening? Why, uh, why all of a sudden, does Big Pharma want us to all get these vaccines? Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm just pointing things out, like. Well, this is me actually talking. Like, this is the type of thing. Like, yeah, it might be seem edgy, but also from a different point of view, 
Mm. It's it depends on what you believe and how critically you want to look at everything. That's why everybody has to kind of take everything with a grain of salt. Not necessarily do your own research. Oh quote no, unquote. I know you're starting to sound like Debbie on Facebook. <laughs> I knew it. But no, like look into things. Yeah. Ask questions. That's the point. I think conversation is important, and I think this Netflix special is conversations impo- with people with differing opinions. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Because if you just talk to a bunch of yes men, I mean, that's what that's what Twitter has become. It's a bunch of people that don't hear opposing views, and whenever they do, they just like shoot it down and then go back to whatever they. Yeah, you got to cancel them because it's different than what I think. Yeah, they they don't agree with what I agree with, so they're and that's on both sides. Yeah. Well, it's not on both sides. This Mister Potato Head. (laughs) Yeah, Martin Lawrence is not on both sides. Um, so I brought, let's take a beer break and talk about the beer that I brought, Mr. Potato Dead, <gasps> a double oh, I didn't even Indian pale ale. I just read that just now. And so it's a zombie Mr. Potato Head on the, on the, uh, can. Oh, shout Seven. out, shout out to my last year's Halloween costume. Really? Is this exactly what you got? Well, not Mr. Potato Dead, but Mr. Potato Head. Oh, cool. Yeah. I got and it for I, you. and I had Velcro like head pieces on my chest. Nice. So I was able to move him around like a real potato. Oh, head. that's genius! Yeah. This is pretty. Seven point nine percent. And my lady was tipsy. Mrs. Potato Head. Uh, what's the brewery? Who we got? Uh, brewed and packaged by Abomination Brewing Company. Ooh, fitting. I love their font. It's very like yeah, gruesome. it's pretty good. Right? Wait, hold on. Is this the Evil Dead font? I don't think so. It, it, this this is this font of the Mister Potato Dead is definitely something. What do you guys got for how Friday many? Friday the Thirteenth. It looks like. Almost. Out of ten beer breaks, how many beer breaks? How many? How many beer? Spud Dead Redemptions. Sure, out of ten. Uh, I give it a solid four and a half. Four and a half. That's pretty low. That was right. decent. Okay. It's it's an IPA. I, I don't usually go. Steve, what do you got? Yeah, I was gonna say four point two. Damn. Four point two. Let um, me guess. You're going for a nine two. No, I'm actually gonna go with a six point one. Damn. Uh, I think it's it's a nice sipping beer, but it does it's very yeah. Strong. The more I drink it, the more I like it. But yeah, when I when I first started drinking it at the beginning of this episode, I was not a fan. I you did know? I did get through it fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 also hungry. really hungry. Yeah, I gotta go home and eat food too. for these hot tastes. What are you gonna have for dinner? Who me? Yeah, we're yeah. both of you. Uh, probably something. like hamburger, hot dog. Nice, like an American. Oh hell yeah. You know what, Steve? I'm thinking about this podcast, how you're going to join it full time. Allegedly. I love that you're going to be trying different beers and experimenting because you don't, you're not a big beer drinker. Like you said, you're a light beer boy. I just like Coors Light. <laughs> Maybe you'll change my ways. He's like, I just want to go back. You probably like sours. When we whip out the sours, it gets good. I'm excited for Did that. It, do you like juice? I almost no, got, not really. Oh, God, I almost got the I haven't been drinking a lot of juice lately. Well, for uh, the past like year. You know what you have been drinking? Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato Head, brewed and packaged by Abomination oh, Brewery Company. Oh, it's a 7.9% by Vol. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, but you didn't say it like by Vol. I didn't say it like that. Yeah. There's well, also been a fly in here for the entire time. Yeah, oh, no, I've, I've been trying it. to kill it. I've yeah. been trying to murder this fly for the past hour and trying whatever, to make it many minutes. Dead. Well, you know what else is trying to get murdered? Martin Lawrence, <laughs> the, the player that got his leg broke by Martin Lawrence. Yep. Thyber, <laughs> Justin Thyber. He's still yeah. calling Lawrence Taylor Martin Lawrence. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we have the Zodiac Killer uh, identity possibly being revealed what? last week. It's but Leonardo DiCaprio. It's it's Ted Cruz's dad. You know who I I'm going to say it. it is, so I'm just not even going to say it. Say it. No, he's keeping quiet. Oh, okay. Uh, so 
<laughs> so an independent group called the Casebreakers said they identified the killer using new physical and forensic evidence. Did you hear what the evidence was? No, I'm just reading off what the article. Oh said. well, I'll tell you what the evidence was. Apparently, oh, the case really? breakers don't yeah. sound very is this, reputable. Is yeah, keep going. Read, this, read your things. I will just shut you hold down. On, here, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make a point right here. The case breakers sound like a group of like women in their mid sixties that have nothing better to do on Facebook. Are you saying the case breakers, the women in their mid sixties, can't solve the crimes? Maybe oh, I turned it back around on you, Steve. Are you saying women can't solve crimes? It's just a corny name. Like, if they had a cool name like LAPD or something, I'd believe it a little more. Yeah, if it was LAPD, they'd have a lot more problematic things that they do. <laughs> Why is the LAPD the cute, cool name? Because it's official. The the Code Breakers, the, whatever the hell what they What about Code Breaker PD? No, because that just <laughs> sounds like a TV show that air on True TV. It did, actually. It? Really? No. Oh. <laughs> Tune in next summer. Uh, so the team says they reached their conclusion in parse based based on photos of the su- suspect showing scars on the forehead that match police sketches and the Zodiac being talking to those who know that him. And they also said the suspect name could be found in anagrams sent by the Zodiac. <gasps> uh, so they also link him to a brutal killing before. And the police and FBI came out, and they were like, this is not official. This is just what they were saying, right? Yes. What did you have so to say? So they kind of rushed through this, like, reveal. Yeah. And Is it to cover up the story that we have the, coming up the, later? The forehead thing is literally looks like wrinkles if you, like, lift your head up or lift your eyebrows up. Do you want to know a fun fact about the Zodiac Killer? No. Next topic. Oh, sorry. Continue. He got away because of racism. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. You know how many people in this country got away from racism? The Raiders quarterback, Steve. You remember that? Martin Lawrence. <laughs> so there was a call that went out to like the police department, right? And they were like, we're looking for a suspect of this description, right? Mm-hmm. But the police interpreted it as that we're looking for a black man. And there was just a white guy that walked past him and said, hello, like officers. It was the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Are you surprised at all? No, of in this course country? not. No. Come on. But like the police officers just let him go. He's like, we're looking for a black man. You know? like, Yeah. So racism allowed the Zodiac Killer to go free. And, Not uh, surprised. I don't know if this is necessarily true, but it's interesting that this story broke because it dominated the headlines and covered up the story that we're going to talk about now, dun, which dun, is dun. that the French Catholic Church... But did it really dominate the headlines? It, I, it blocked out the sun. I, I guess it was hot for like two or three days, and that, but that's all they really needed. Yeah, but, that's the thing nowadays. You only need to, you only need to take the, the headlines. The attention span, yeah. For like, if you if you're multiple days, you've hit some crazy news. Yeah, I which agree. this story probably should have dominated. Which is a uh, a report from France on Tuesday revealed that the French clergy and Roman Catholic Church have been sexually abusing two hundred thousand children since 1950, and eighty percent of them were boys. Ah, oof. Catholics, Catholic Church. Yes. What? I'm in, so surprised. In France. So I might be able so I might be able to understand why this didn't dominate the headlines. Like okay, what else is new? Yeah, that's my take on it. Fair it's point like, there. It is kind of like, it's like we, ooh, we knew this. Okay. Um I do feel really bad for the people that came for. You know what I mean? Like it is kind of yeah, sad. No, yeah. It's, they're going to remember this until they die. Like it's 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 messed up. And like it it's got to be hard to come forward against your church and kind of mm-hmm. be like Especially like if you're truly well not truly, but like fully ingrained into your church. Do you think like, there's something yeah. weird about like cuz the Catholic Church is like 
priests can't have sex or whatever, right? Well, yeah, it's like when you tell, like, we had this masturbation, th- or the soaking, did we talk about soaking? I don't know. I, but basically, whenever you repress sexual needs or something, yeah, it it's like, y- you take, you if you was like, this is out of the question, they find other ways. It, sex is a thing. Like, sex is, you gotta get your it's box Something that off. needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. Primal needs. Like, if you touch your peen a bunch of times, then the things feel good. Or you go if you, blind. If you're a, that it's like true. if you don't take a shit, you'll end up shitting your pants inside of the friggin' aquarium. Yeah. Mystic aquarium, more specifically. Like if you don't, yeah, or you gotta dodge I a large lady. I didn't shit my pants, my Spider-Man oh, underwear was your, a casualty. You shit your Tobey Maguire underwear, I'm sorry. <laughs> or you gotta dodge a big lady and then, like, you know. The polka flute's gotta come out to yeah, get past yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, this story probably should have dominated headlines because it was breaking news. But it was kind of weird that all of a sudden the Zodiac Killer... Mm. news took over i think steve you said that like it's interesting because the zodiac killer like everyone cares about ser- serial killers yeah i think i think that's he's like one of the he's on the mount rushmore of like serial killers for sure mm-hmm. sure he's the george washington on that the other one's hey, just he's the martin lawrence of serial killers yeah it goes martin lawrence Not john gruden <laughs> zodiac killer and the guy the woman that was blocking the friggin path in mystic aquarium <laughs> those are the those are the four horsemen serial killers yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, to your point, saying it's like, yeah, what else is new? That's probably like, also no, yeah, why we all knew this. It's not like, like without naming names, this did happen in our own hometown with a priest in the eighties. Like, it's not, yeah, it's not anything new. Like every, it's it's like a, a common trope within the Catholic Church. It's like, oh, every hometown, maybe even. Yeah, there's two it's to like three. Something. There might be even two for every hometown where there's, oh, yeah, there's there's a priest that was diddling kids back in the day. I'm so glad it's coming out, though, and I don't think these stories are less impactful because I think it changes something. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we know it's true, because we knew it was true before it kind of got, like, hit yeah. and it was like, this is actually 100% true. It was like a rumor, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, uh, I think it was the Boston Herald released yep. the story, and they were like, boom. This is out, and everyone was like, "Oh did shit!" They released it's real. the names of every uh, priest. Yeah, I think so. I like when they do that. They Good. did that, and now it's just kind of coming, and it's like we got to figure this shit out. Like we got to realize that the church, something's got to change. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying well, when it's so systematic I mean, like that. I think give it another two hundred years, and there won't really be a church anymore. Probably not. But ooh, interesting. Like think think about like the '90s. Like everybody, I feel like a lot of people went to church, and now in 2021, like. I, I think I could count on one hand how many people I know. Do you that think still it's attend. because of stories mm-hmm. like this coming out and people going like, the yeah, probably that has that probably yeah. plays into it a little bit. We're talking a lot about religion. Also, at the same yeah. time, I feel like people are more open to different types of religion acceptance. It's like, <laughs> oh, like yeah, I may believe in God, but also I don't need to go to church every week to do it. It's like I can just yeah, like, I don't need to prove anybody wrong. Like yeah, I could believe in him myself. That's kind of how I feel. Like I I believe in God. Like mm. to put my religious views out there, I believe in you too, son. I believe in a higher power, but I don't necessarily believe in the system that is the church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, there is something that just feels wrong about it. So for me, I just like yeah. I don't want to go. You know what I mean? Like I want to pray. Like I want to feel good. Like I want to pray. Like I want to. I've always wanted to feel good. Sure, um, but I uh, I don't want to go to church to do that because it just feels yeah. weird. You know, the organization of it is toxic. Maybe, but like I get the idea of like the community and shit like that. Like, although I will no, yeah, it did... brings people together. So there's like a thing going on nowadays where. I forget where the fuck I heard this, but, like, the theory that because religion is kind of, like, 
subsiding and like fading away. Yeah. Not necessarily fading away, but it's less popular, like organized religion. It's not the cool thing anymore. So a lot of people are investing their time into like like politics. So they're the new so religion. Okay. I've heard that. I never thought of that before. Yeah, because think about how like entrenched people are with their sides. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so... Which is not something to do because you should not deify political views I don't, or, I don't disagree or, not, with you. or people because they pass. I don't disagree with you. Um, but like just to kind of like bring it all the way around, I don't know where I'm going with this. Go. But, uh, I've been feeling like a real sense of like, maybe I should go to church more often because there was a roommate I had in college who was very religious and he wasn't one of those like annoying religious, like, Oh, you got to believe in Jesus or mm-hmm. you're going to, but he was just like, I went to church and I started feeling better about myself. Like he was an alcoholic, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, yeah, I'm not... it, help, it helps people in different ways. It works so, the sense people. of community. There has been a sense of like, maybe I should go to church and, and f- you know, feel my void with something. Mm. So if you it feel help... your void with Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. If I, I, if you feel something with it, good for you. Like I'm not demonizing anyone that goes to church, but it is. Yeah. I feel like there, there is like a negative connotation with it, but I also think like, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's like an escape for one hour every Sunday or Saturday, whenever you decide to go. It's almost like if I went and did a podcast with two idiots every Tuesday night. Like Yo. it's just cool to do it. Like yeah. I don't know. I like we good. both raised our hand, and our listeners are never going to be able to see that. I threw <laughs> up the peace sign. Nice. I raised my hand all the way. I was like, "Yep, idiot, right here." That's his eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other final thoughts you want to share this week? Do you have any uh, other stories you want to tell? Mystic Aquarium uh, adventures you want to talk about? No, but tune in next week. Maybe I'll talk about my shit story. Yeah, just Ooh, it's the shit trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Poopilogy. Just, just, before, <laughs> just before Jason comes back, he's going to be like, why is there so much shit talk going on? Diarology. No, I, I should have just ended the it. The defecation domination. The defecation of the hot takes. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, definitely check us out on social media. Uh, we got TikTok blown up on TikTok. I yeah, you're blown 80 up. views. Ooh. Ooh. Make it 81, it's more than 79. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you everyone for listening. Subscribe, check us out. Bye. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.